There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Monday, May 29th, Memorial Day edition. Hope everybody had a good weekend and is enjoying the last day of their three-day holiday weekend, if you're lucky enough to have it. Remember why you have that day. It's a very important day for our country and who we are. Um, but be safe. Hope everybody has been safe, has enjoyed the weekend. I got Stanley Cup final game one tonight kicking off. Nashville, Pittsburgh. That should be fun. Lots of good stuff going on. But more importantly, a loaded day of action. Just look at the DraftKings slate. You have a bunch of single entry fan only. Like uh, on the early of a $4 special slate. A single entry. So um, if you're not a big time player, uh, get in there. They'll fill quick. But I recommend trying the single entry $4 just because... Uh, single entry is a good way for the non-big volume, like newer fans to play. It's a cheap way. Usually the single entries, you can get like a dollar one or cheaper, but $4 gives you a little payback. There's a $5 at night. Um, some other ones that are out there that usually aren't there, special Monday deals they've got going on. Check those out. But more importantly, we've got a nine-game early and a five-game main slate to attack. Got some weather to look at in the in Baltimore Yankees Orioles. Got some increasing weather throughout the day. Chances of thunderstorm off and on. Less than 40% chances, so keep an eye on that. Houston and Minnesota, very slight chances there. Less than 20%. Wind blowing out in Minnesota at 16 miles an hour. Of a pretty humid day there, so it'll be interesting. Boston at Chicago, the return of David Price. Slight chances of rain. Wind blowing out hard to left field. Oh, the White Sox stack might be in play today. Uh, moving on to slight chances of rain as the day goes on in St. Louis between the Cardinals and the Dodgers. Just slight. These, like all these are so slight. Most should pass. Minor delays. Nothing worth being too bad. Just keep an eye on them. D-backs at Pirates. Wind blowing out hard to left field uh, in Pittsburgh. National Giants. Wind blowing out hard to left uh, in San Francisco. You got A's, Indians, very, very slight chances of rain in Cleveland. And then if the winds, if the, the roof is open in Toronto, winds blowing out hard to right in Toronto between Cincinnati and Toronto, makes that big ballpark play, or small ballpark play even smaller. 
that'll do it. So overall, weather's not too bad, nothing too crazy. I think your worst one at the moment's uh, Yankees Baltimore, but that's not even you know that bad at right now. Your totals on the day, it's an offensive day, folks. Look at the pitching, it's really bad. Uh, you only have two totals of eight, and that's your lowest totals. Uh, you have Yankees, Orioles, nine. Astros, Twins, nine. Red Sox, White Sox, nine. Dodgers, Cardinals, eight and a half. Mariners, Rockies, Coors Field Special at 11. D-backs, Pirates, nine. Nationals, Giants, eight and a half. A's, Indians, nine. Brewers, Mets, eight and a half. Cubs, Padres, eight. Reds, Blue Jays, nine. Phillies, Marlins, eight and a half. Tigers, Royals, nine. Rays, Rangers, nine and a half. Braves, Anaheim Angels at a nice whopping total of eight. So, yeah, lots of offense, lots of offensive options today. So, let's kick it off with the nine-day slate. We'll kick it off with the pitching on that nine-game slate. There's four pitchers that I want to really focus around, and then there's three that I'll sprinkle. So, that's how I'm going to describe today's action instead of listing off like 12 guys. I'll give you the four guys I'm really into and the three sprinkles. Um, because with all this offense, you think a nine game slate, you'd have a ton of options, but nothing I'm too keen on at the moment, but uh, your chalkiest arm of the day and the one I like the most. So decide if you want to be chalk or not. I think he's in a great, great spot. We're talking Kyle Hendricks, 9,600 bucks at the San Diego Padres goes to, uh, pitcher friendly Petco park facing the dreadful Padres offense. Hendricks has been much better of late after a rocky, rocky start, you know, his first few starts. Gave up four runs, three runs, four runs, but since then it's been one, two, three, four, five straight starts of two run runs or less. Been very, very good. He's getting you like at least 15, 16 points every start, if not more. So if for some reason he doesn't have his best stuff, he's still not going to kill you. And that's what I'm looking at on this slate. Some of the guys in the high nines, if they get blown up, they're getting blown up. They're not getting you 15 points still. They're getting you like four or five and that is killer. That's the, like, Hendricks phenomenal cash game play. The other guys might be a little bit better GPP, but Hendricks can do both, especially against a Padres team that we're looking at that strikes out 24.5% of the time. Right now, Hendricks in the last 30 days is um, 17th on the top barrel FIPS, getting barreled 2.46% of the time, striking out over 22% of the batters he's facing. In a really, 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 really good spot here against uh, San Diego. Below average, Woba of 298. Um, lowest team total on the board, 354. Lefty's hitting 274. Righty's 252 off Hendricks. Um, yeah, he's going to be chalky. He should be chalky. Uh, it's one of those that you got to play him some. I'm not, I, if you want to go all in, even, I, I, mean, I understand it. Just go. Be contrarian somewhere else. You don't have to be contrarian a pitcher all the time. Be contrarian somewhere else. Be contrarian with your number two pitcher. Like, uh, there, there's options there. He could get blown up. We've seen it with a lot of guys lately. Hell, yesterday was a bloodbath. McCullough still got you 22 points almost. Pineda got you almost 20, but those were high-priced arms. Duffy got destroyed. Joe Ross was chalk, got destroyed. Uh, you, you see it all the time, but Hendricks is in a phenomenal spot at 96 at San Diego. We'll pick on San Diego probably every day, and this is another great spot with a great arm. It's not even like a suspect arm. It's a great arm. So um, Kyle Hendricks, 9,600. Moving on to Carlos Carrasco, 9,300 at home against the Oakland A's. This is a great play. Uh, Carrasco is coming off a rocky start, six and a third, five hits, four earned at Cincinnati, five earned, 
prior to that against Tampa, but then prior to that was been filthy. So back to back rocky starts. Before that, just disgusting. Even in his rocky starts, he got six Ks in both starts to at least salvage some decency. With rocky starts like that, he still has an ERA below three, which is damn impressive. He's striking out over 25% of the batters he faces. A striking out 23% of the time versus righties. They do have a decent Woba of 325 versus righties. Second lowest total on the board, 369. Uh, lefties hitting 316, righties 273. You saw they took Pineda. They got the Pineda in the first for two runs, and then he settled down, got a handful of strikeouts, six solid innings, still got you 20 points. On this slate with this pitching and all this offense, 20 points might be what you're looking for from a one of your big guns like Carrasco in a really, really good spot at home against Oakland. Uh, I like Carrasco. Heavy, heavy favorite as well. If you look into that kind of thing, he's the heaviest favorite on the board. It looks like, uh, well, outside, yeah, yeah, he is the heaviest favorite on the board. So something to keep in mind in that one. Going down to the next price range, Michael Leak, 8100 bucks at home against the Los Angeles Dodgers. We usually don't target Dodgers or pitchers against right-handed pitchers versus the Dodgers, but Mike Leak has been a novelty. Um, 1.91 ERA, .93 whip average, and 20 DraftKings points for start. He faced the Dodgers last week, eight innings, four hits, one earned, five Ks, five Ks and three straight starts. He's not the biggest of strikeout arms. But he's getting you a decent amount. Like I said, three straight with five is outstanding. His ground ball to fly ball rate is insane. 13-3, to 11-7, 11-3. He's just been really, really, really good. Um, he's going deep in a game. Six or more innings in every start lately. Usually seven. Average, like I said, averaging 20 points a game. He's going to get you at least 15 on most days, which is great for that price range on a night like today. At home, Dodger, uh, both teams traveled. St. Louis leaving Coors Field. L.A. leaving home. L.A. played a later game. Well, they both played afternoon games, but a little later. Finished later in the day, so we'll don't, not knowing what time they got into town. League striking out about 17% of the batters he faces. Only walking 4%, which is outstanding. Dodgers striking out almost 22% of the time versus righties. Yes, they do have a good almost 340-team Woba. Uh, lefties hitting 307, righties 303 off Leak. But Leak limits the hard contact, lots of soft contact, lots of ground balls. Keeping the ball in the ballpark its the name of the game. So uh, Mike Leak, 8100 bucks versus the Dodgers is in play. And last but not least, he should be popular today if people have been paying attention to anything. But not everybody pays attention. Everybody looks at that flashy name at the top. But Brad Peacock, 5500 at the Minnesota Twins. Um, he's been spot started, and now he's filling in for Charlie Morton. He's been outstanding in his one spot start, it was four and a third, two walks, eight Ks uh, for 24 points in four and a third. He's 55 innings. Um, he had a great, you know, he, he was striking guys out in AAA and in the bullpen this year. So maybe this K rate is a sign of things to come. We know Peacock has the ability to get hit around. That's just easy, easy to know. He had some control issues at times. But the Twins strike out 21.4% of the time. They do hit righties well. That is something to keep in mind. Uh, but small sample size. Lefties 262, righties 264 off Peacock. Um, so it's kind of a it's a gamble, but it's 5500 bucks. It's the kind of gambles we like. Um, if he only gets you eight or nine points, well, heck, you've played how many outfielders for 5500 before and gotten zeros? This is the gamble we take in fantasy baseball, especially daily fantasy. The K upside is huge against the Twins. Um, power's definitely there. Hopefully Sano's in the lineup as he's been struggling. He could go yard, but could also strike out three other times, which will offset all of that. Um, 
yeah, for fifty five hundred bucks, well worth the gamble. The other three I did not like go deep dive into, but I'll mention as there's definitely high reward, but there's just high risk. Is you have Irvin Santana is the highest priced arm on the board at ninety nine hundred at home against Houston. Huge upside. He's got he's been outstanding, but it's been like every other start lately. He was great his last time out. Prior to that, got blown up. Great blow up. When he gets blown up, he only gets like three or four points. Like when I mentioned Hendricks gets blown up, he still gets you around fifteen. Um, there's a big difference. Uh, so if if he's off and he's facing a Houston team that can smoke right-handed pitching, that's trouble. He is at home. He's been outstanding. He is he has shut down great teams. So if Santana's on, it's a great play. He's going to be super low owned. It's a really good GPP play. I wanted to say I'll sprinkle him. That's why I mentioned him now. I'm not deep diving into him though. David Price is coming back from the DL. Everybody, you know, he got blown up in Pawtucket, but the velocity's there. He was getting the pitch count up. People are saying, treat it like spring training. Don't worry about stats. I get all that. That's fine. So if you want to use him against the White Sox, you got it. Strike out upside against the White Sox team. But uh, the White Sox do hit lefties extremely well. I mentioned how the wind's blowing out in left field. Um, it's a good GPP play. I think he'll be higher on the most because people will go, oh, David Price is back. we got to play him. It's only the White Sox. Well, if you've been listening to this long enough, the White Sox hit lefties well, and they've just been in the baseball well, period, right now. Um, they, 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 they saved my ass yesterday. I'll get blown up Zimmerman. So he's there. He's an option. Third one, Tanner Roark at 8800 bucks going into San Francisco. It's an option because it's the Giants offense. But what scares me is I've mentioned it. I believe it was Saturday. I mentioned it before. AT&T plays different in the daytime. And if you notice, the Giants' bats were ice cold in the two weekend games, especially yesterday. They hit the ball really, really well. Now, it's the Giants' offense, so that doesn't happen very often. And Rourke is a feasible pitcher. He's more of a cash game than a GPP because he doesn't get a ton of strikeouts. The Giants don't strike out a ton. They have games where they do. Um, if you want to use Rourke, I get it just because of the Giants' offense. But it's a day game. They traveled all the way to the West Coast yesterday. It's Rourke's just so inconsistent, and the upside he he can get you twenty once in a while. But he's usually a fifteen point guy, and you're paying eighty eight hundred bucks. That's all I'm saying. I'll sprinkle him just because it's a Giants offense, and the upside's there for a big game. But it's way less often than it does happen where you can gamble. I'd rather take a gamble on a Carrasco or go down and gamble on someone else than go there. But I get it if you go there. So my main guys, Hendricks 96 of San Diego, Carrasco 93 versus Oakland, Leak 81 versus the Dodgers, Peacock 55 at Minnesota, and then high risk, high reward, Sprinkles and Santana, Price and Rourke. Let's get into the bats on your nine game early slate. And we'll start with the catcher's position, Buster Posey versus Tanner Rourke, highest catcher on the board at 4,200 bucks. He's first base catcher optional. Having a great season. Power's been showing up in the month of May. Really playing good baseball. Always in play. Uh, Chris Herman, if he's in the lineup catching, he's a nice left-handed bat. Catcher outfield eligible. Going up against the youngster for uh, Pittsburgh. Mister, Let me get the D-backs info real quick. Trevor Williams. Lefty's hitting 365. Righty's 367 off of Trevor. The D-backs have a 356 Woba and 204 ISO versus right-handed pitching. The game is in Pittsburgh, so it's a little more pitcher-friendly, but Herman at 37 is an interesting play. I'd probably go elsewhere, but GPP-wise, you know, sprinkle. Herman's not bad if you have some good exposure. 
Uh, Yasmani Grandal versus a right-handed pitcher in Leak 3600. I love Leak today, but I get it. If you want to fade Leak, we've seen Leak blow up in the past. But like this year and even parts of last year towards the end, he's been really consistent of limiting damage. He's one of those guys where we, we the guys have recommended to you where he'll give you two or three runs, but give you seven or eight solid innings and still get you your points. So there might be a home run out there for Randall. You never know. Jan Gomes against Daniel Mengden at 35 is in play. Gomes swinging the bat well. Preferred versus lefties and righties, but still in play. Um, as we go down, Wilson Contreras, 3,400 versus Zach Cozart. Cozart on the mound in San Diego. Brian McCann versus Irvin Santana at 3,300. Tony Walters versus Gavaglio and Coors at 33 is definitely in play. Matt Wieters versus Matt Moore at 33. Moore pitches much better in San Francisco. I didn't mention him as a sprinkle. I could put him. I'll put him on the sprinkle list right now. If you want to get real weird on the GPP, because I looked at him really hard last night, he could get blown up in an inning against this, this Washington lineup. This Washington lineup is so loaded. But, A, no one's going to play him. No one. Like, literally, ownership should be below 5%, if not lower. Secondly, he pitches really, really well at AT&T Park for some reason. I prefer him at night than in the daytime. The daytime scares me even more. But it's extremely high risk and extremely high reward against that offense. Like uh, I'm not saying go all in by any means, but DraftKings does have a price at 7300 bucks. That's like middle-of-the-pack pricing for a pitcher against the Nationals offense. I know I'm sidetracking back to pitching. I apologize for that, but... I did want to mention him as I didn't really break him down earlier. The Nationals only have a 4-2-7 team total, which is like below the, it's like the lower half on the day, which is pretty crazy if you really think about it. Lefties are hitting 349, righties 310 off of Moore, but they do have a 363 Woba and 217 ISO versus lefties. It's a massive risk play, massive, but the reward could be huge because no one's going to own Matt Moore, no one. So if you want to put your balls on the table, that's one of the. If you want to put your balls on the table, you put like a Santana Moore lineup out there or a Price Moore lineup. I'd say Santana Moore just because I think prices, the upside is there with Price, obviously, but you don't even know how deep he's going to go in the game. That's the part that scares me. But you put a Santana Moore out there with your balls on the table, and oh, if you want to be a half ballsy Carrasco Moore, the payout could be huge, but you could also be done quickly. It's just, it's the gambles you make in a GPP. Do not touch him in a cash game. Man, I just talked myself into putting some mores and some lineups. God damn it. <laughs> okay, uh, so Weeders, 3,300. Steven Vogt, 32 versus Carrasco. Yeah, Yadi Molina versus the lefty Hill at 32. Hill got blown up his last time out against St. Louis at home last week. Now travels to St. Louis. Cervelli, 3,200 versus Delgado. Cervelli has been swinging a really good bat, especially in the month of May, so keep an eye on that. Yeah, Pena and Bandy at 3,200 each for Milwaukee against Gesellman. They're both in play. Uh, Miggy Montero, if he's playing instead of Contreras, left-handed bat versus Cozart at 31's in play. Sandy Leone at 3K is in play versus Holmberg. Some nice 3K-ish, the $3,200 pitchers or catchers here. You got um, Vasquez, if Leone's not playing, Vasquez 29 is definitely there as well. Chris Ionetta at 2,900 versus Williams was a power upside at catcher if uh, he's behind a dish for Arizona. I don't mind that at all either. Uh, Jason Castro, 2,800 versus Peacock. I love I love Castro most days. I, he was 2,800 yesterday. I played him. He got you like 12 or 13 points. He's not going to go yard every day, but he's going to be give you productive at-bats, drive-in runs. He's just a good baseball player. He's usually below 3K. So good upside with Castro most days. 2,800 versus Peacock. And uh, some Houston pins have been really good this year. So this could be a Peacock-Davinsky game. Keep that in mind with Minnesota. 
but uh, Peacock at 28. I know you're going to see people recommend Davinsky as a as an option. I'll get to him later. I'll make a note to bring him up at the very end just to let you guys know about the Davinsky option. Okay, you got Ploiecki at 2,800. Uh, he's probably not catching much anymore. So we go down to if Chuch Ruiz is catching in Coors against Chatway, he's 2,800 bucks. Zanino's a little pricey for his inconsistency. Still, he's in Coors, so there's always upside, but Chuch at 28 is interesting. Uh, as we go down, Rene Rivera's 2,600 versus Garza. I like that quite a bit if he's in the lineup. I like that a lot if he's in the lineup. And then we go down to that'll do it. That's your catchers on the nine game slate. Going over to first base, Anthony Rizzo, 5,300 versus Cozart is outstanding. Cozart is bad. He's had a couple lucky starts lately, but he's really, really bad. Goldschmidt, 5,200. Mark Reynolds, 4,900. Coors is a great play against Gavaglio. Gavaglio is going to get blown up today. It's lefty's hitting 222. Righty's 360 versus Gavaglio. 360. So keep that in mind. Reynolds is a great play at 4,900. Jose Abreu, 4,800. Love Jose today. Love the White Sox today. I know people, it's David Price, but in the past, lefty's hitting 320, righty's 305 off of Price. White Sox have a 343 Woba and 158 ISO against lefties. I love me some Abreu today at 4800 bucks. Desmond at 46, first base outfield for Colorado is definitely in play. Um, Jay Bruce versus Garza, first base outfield eligible at 45. For the Mets, team total 447. Lefty's hitting 358. Righty's 305 off of Garza. Uh, yeah, Thames at 4,500. Encarnacion at 44. Mitchie's two backs, 44. Ryan Zimmerman versus Moore at 44 is a good, good play. Definitely keep him in mind. Cody Bellinger versus Leak is 39 first base out for the eligible. Here's a guy I like a ton. you got to make the decision. I always prefer a Bray over Todd Frazier. But like yesterday, Fraser goes yard, and then this guy, Matt Davidson's first base, third base eligible. He's thirty eight hundred bucks. He's been raking lefties and righties, but really hits lefties well. I love him at thirty eight hundred bucks. So yeah, first base as usual is locked and loaded. So Davidson thirty eight, keep him in mind. Duda, another left handed bat versus Garza, thirty eight hundred bucks. You can put Bruce in the outfield if you want to use Duda. Duda has come off the DL and swinging a really good bat. Um, really, really good bat. He, he's homered in three of his last four games. He's gotten you double-digit points in five of his last six, and the one he didn't, he got you eight points. Due to swinging a hot stick going up against Garza, who is smoked by lefties. So Garza has been pretty good, but it's interesting play. You could almost go Davidson at third, Duda at first at 3,800 each and save some serious cash with some really big upside at the corner infields. I'm not saying that's your play. I'm just saying that's that's good value for the production you can get today. I wish we had a couple like five K or five digit pitchers out here. Um, maybe just leave some money on the table. I want a GPP that way. Brandon Belt, first base outfield eligible, thirty eight hundred bucks. I made two lineups yesterday with money on the table and they both cashed. You don't have to spend it all every day, people. You gotta be different sometimes. That's how you do it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Josh Bell, thirty seven hundred versus Delgado. That's a solid looking play. Bell slumping lately, but um, it comes to the Pirates four five five total. Lefty's hitting three sixty two off Randall Delgado. Righty's two ninety six, but lefties smoke Randall Delgado for the Astros. Just I mean for the D backs, smoke them. It's been. I wish it was in Arizona. They really smoke them. But yeah, Wilmer Flores thirty six. Danny Valencia, Danny Valencia, and Coors thirty six. Wish it was a lefty, but still not bad being Coors for that price tag. 3600 is a very solid price tag in Coors Field. Keep that in mind. 
Uh, Will Myers, if you're facing Hendricks, only 35. You got uh, Sam Travis should not be getting a start today. Adrian Gonzalez, 32 versus League. He's kind of hit the ball a little better late. Still nothing to write home about, but he's hit the ball a little better. Something to think about. John Jaso, if you want to get real GPP. Um, he's really not, you know, the big production guy, but he's first base outfield eligible. He's 3K, and he's a left-handed bat versus Delgado. He's really not consistently good at all. Like, not at all. But GPP-wise, in a matchup like this, I could see the gamble if you really wanted to get different, at least in the outfield maybe. Second base, Robinson Cano, 5,100 versus Chatwood and Coors. Yes, Jose Altuve, 4,900 versus Santana. Adam Frazier, here's another lefty. Second base outfield eligible. Pays 4,700 bucks for his Delgado. I still love the play. I love him because he's been raking. He's been leading off. And he's facing Delgado. The price tag's just crazy. We were playing him below 4K last week. Like this time last week, he was below 4K and every day. At least DraftKings is paying attention for once. How many times have I bitched about DraftKings like not even knowing what's going on? It takes him like two weeks to change the price. His price tag's gone up almost every single day. So I'll give him a little credit there at least. Now you got Dozier, 4,500 versus Peacock. That's not bad. As much as Peacock looks like his strikeout rates are up, in the past, he's given up a lot of loud noises. Minnesota does hit righties very well. So Peacock's 5,500 for a reason. We've talked about it. He's not going deep, and blowups are always there. So Dozier, he had a homer or two over the weekend. Keep him in mind. Johnny VR, 4,500. LeMahieu in Coors at 45. Pedroia, 44. He's kind of slumping a bit. He got hit in the hand over the weekend. But still, he's not hitting for power, but he's getting on base Doubles, homers, productive. Jed Lowry, 43, swinging it against Carrasco. Kipnis, 42, big weekend. Four hit day and a homer yesterday. He's really, really starting to find his groove now at 4,200 bucks. I like me some Kip. like him a lot, actually. Ian Happ at 4,200 versus Cozart's a great play. Neil Walker, 3,800 versus Garza. Neil Walker's on fire. Got a lot of good second basements here to pick from, folks. Lots of them. Neil Walker, 3,800 bucks, really good play. That's a hell of a price tag. That's our third straight. I mentioned you could have Davidson, Duda, and now you have Walker. Those are all $3,800 guys. First base, second base, third base for you. Just throwing that out there. Um, Jose Ramirez, $3,700. Second base, third base, eligible for Cleveland. Forsyth, $3,700. Chris Taylor, $3,700. He's only second base eligible now. He's going to gain that outfit eligibility soon. They haven't played there a lot right now. So Taylor's really good at 37 like that play. Joe Panic, 37 versus Rourke's really good. Hope he's still hitting towards the top of the order. That really ups that value there for Panic. Uh, Yolmer Sanchez, switch hit and Yolmer. He's second baseman at 34 against David Price. You can move on to Eric Sogard. He's been sneaky. 3100 bucks uh, against Gesellman. He's not the best guy. He's not going to hit for power. But he's been getting on base quite a bit and scoring runs. And he's been showing like gap power. So, I'm not saying go all in on Sogar, but he's one of those kind of GPP lower price plays that can offset your lineups from others at 3100 bucks. Uh, on Harris Solarte's 28. He keeps getting, you know, I know he's had a rough start to the year, but he's been pretty decent of late. He's below 3K if you're fading Hendricks or just one on one off with no Hendricks in your lineup. There's worse plays there. So, like, uh, Solarte and Sogar are cheap guys that can make your lineups a little different. There's like, Definite zero potential there, but some nice upside that could they could do something. Like I used Romine yesterday for Detroit. That was huge. Like things like that. Third base, Nolan Arenado, 5,400 and Coors. Jake Lamb, 5,200 versus Williams, both in play. Crush Bryant, 5,200. Anthony Rendon, 4,700, both in play. 
Miguel Sano has been slumping mightily. He's 4,600. The power is always there. So he's always a good GPP play. Cash game, not so much right now. But he's always an option in GPP. But he has been slumping mightily. Kyle Seeger, 4K versus Chatwood. I like that. And Coors at 4K for Seeger is ridiculously cheap. The Todd Father, 3,900 versus Price. So you had Davidson at 38 or Price at 39. Where are you going? They both went deep yesterday. But Davidson's been way more consistent lately. So pick your poison there. Uh, you got, uh, I mentioned Josh Harrison, Marwin Gonzalez, 3,800, third base outfit eligible. There's Davidson, Travis Shaw, 38 versus Gaselman's not a bad look there. I mentioned Jose Ramirez, I mentioned Forsyth. You got Jed Jericho versus Hill at 3,600. Nice little value play. David Fries, 34. He's been hitting the ball really well of late, lefties and righties. You know, he's in, he's not a consistent guy, but he's streaky and he's streaking right now. So he's something to keep in mind if you, if you really need. To get different out there, or you're you want an extra pirate stack for some odd reason. Today's the day to do it against Delgado. So maybe you're going, you know, Bell Polanco, and you don't want to go McCutcheon. You want to go the other way. You want to go Freeze. Fine. I'd probably just go Bell Polanco, do a two man stack, and go elsewhere. We'll get to that later. But Freeze at 34 is an option. Hernan Perez 3400, Trevor Plouffe 33, Shemp 32. He's always had that homer upside. Hendricks has that heavy sinker though, so. Long balls aren't as frequent. They're frequent, but not as frequent. You got uh, the bottom half of third base is weak, by the way. Paul DeJong just got called up by the Cardinals to replace Colton Wong at second base. He's third base eligible. He had a pinch hit home run yesterday in Coors in his first at-bat. He's right-handed going up against Hill, likely in the lineup. If you want a sneaky, sneaky play... Paul DeJong, $2,700. Wish he had the second base eligibility, but he's only third base. So keep that in mind. He's a rookie going up against that curveball of Hill. So four strikeouts or at least two strikeouts because Hill only goes like five innings could be in play. But he showed some pop. He's one of their top prospects. Got the call. Right-handed bat should be in the lineup. Going over to shortstop, Xander Bogarts, 4,900. Trey Turner. Turner, 4,900. It's more is an interesting, very interesting play. Correa, 47. Owens, 46. Like Trevor Story at 46. He's swinging it a little better of late. He's in Coors. Nice price tag in Coors. You got Lindor at 45 is definitely in play against Mignon. Gene Segura in Coors at 45 is nice. Seager, 44 versus Leak. Um, Seager's kind of hitting it better, but still not what I would like for what you're paying. Tim Anderson at 42 versus David Price is a nice look there. Astruble Cabrera at 3,600 is in play. B. Crot, 35, is definitely in play. Let him as Diaz at 34. You got Amarista for Colorado, outfield shortstop at 34. Jorge Polanco, I liked him. I've been using him a lot lately because he's been usually hitting towards the top of the order, like second usually. He's a left-handed bat, shortstop eligible. He's 3,300 bucks. He's always in the low threes. Uh, He's been hitting it pretty well overall. Not a ton of power, but gets on base, steals a little, scores runs right in the meat of that order in front of Sano and Kepler and company. So... Polanco at 33 is always a, is a nice little shortstop option for you. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez, third base shortstop for Minnesota at 29. Kike Hernandez, he's been playing a lot lately, even against right-handed pitching. Outfield shortstop eligible at 29. And he's actually been productive of late. Three of his last four games, well, his last three starts, because his 1-0 was a pinch hit. His last three starts, double-digit points in all of them. So, And then his prior two starts, 7 and 19, 
so and seven. So if you want to go all those six starts, four of six, double digits, seven or more, and six straight starts for Kiki, he's only twenty nine hundred bucks. There's worse plays you can go for a punt. So it's an interesting play with Kiki Hernandez. He's actually been playing really well of late. Uh, $2,900. Keep that in mind. This is why you listen to the pod. You get little tidbits like this, guys. I, I'm a baseball junkie. I listen listen and watch and read too much baseball stuff. Going to the outfield position, Blackman, 5700 bucks, always in play. Bryce Harper, 5400 more. Don't worry, lefty-lefty. Conforto, 5300 Lefties crush guards that Conforto is just mashing the baseball. Mookie Betts, 5100 Nelly Cruz in Coors at 5K. Cargo, 49 really starting to hit the baseball. I was wrong about him. Benintendi, 47 There's that Frazier, 47 uh, Avisil Garcia against the lefty Price at 46 You got Peralta, 46 uh, for Arizona against Williams is a good play. It's been slumping, but against that lefty, or against the righty Williams, he gets smoked by lefties. He's in play as well. Uh, Jay Bruce mentioned him at 45. Michael Brantley, 44 versus Mengden is a good play. Jackie Bradley Jr. is heating up quite a bit at 43. Crush Davis, K with the Chris Davis is always an option in GPPs. Could go deep at any time. Went deep yesterday against the Yankees bullpen. He's 4,300. I like Polanco a lot. His lefties are hitting Delgado really, really well. Polanco's heating up for Pittsburgh. He's 4,300 bucks. Low owned play there. Kepler 4,200, always in love with Kepler. Can always put Kepler in my lineup. He just is just a great, great young hitter. Keeps getting better and better. Gerardo Parra and Coors at 4,100 is a decent value there. Reddick at 4K, Springer at 4K, Springer's heating up. Mentioned Bellinger, Keon Broxton in a granny yesterday. He's 3,900 versus Gaselman. The Milkman's 3,800 versus Price. He went yard yesterday. Tommy Pham is hot. Back to back homers, back to back games with homers. He's 3,800 versus Rich Hill. Uh, so that right-handed bat versus a lefty. Tommy Pham was in play. Left, second, first left. I want to, well, I'll get to it in the stacks. Never mind. I'll wait till then to vent. Uh, Michael A. Taylor's up to 3800 bucks and well-deserved. He's hitting the baseball extremely well. Going up against the lefty Moore. Taylor is in play. Um, so don't sleep on him. Robbie Grossman, 3700 bucks, Been playing well. Louis Garcia is a switch hitter. 37 bucks for the White Sox against Price. Jason Worth versus the lefty and Matt Moore at 37 is a great play. Bradley Zimmer at 36 is a really, really good play. I like him quite a bit. Uh, Now it gets fun. You got Jason Hayward swinging a decent bat at 36. is overlooked a lot. So is Denard Spann at 36. Both are in play. Both are really in play. Because just GPP value-wise. Ben Gamble in Coors is only $3,500. I know he's slumping, but when you can get any guy in Coors at that price tag... You look at it. You really look at it hard. He's slumping mightily. There's no hiding that. But a $3,500 Coors bat, you think about it. Uh, Randall Gritchick versus a lefty at 3400 The Granny Man, 3400 versus Garza. Both in play. Mentioned Amarista. Uh, you can roll the dice with Renfro for a GPP one-off at 34 I'd probably go elsewhere, but you can. Carlos Beltran at 3300 is in play. As we keep going on, I like Gregor Blanco. If he's leading off for Arizona at 3,200, he's been getting on ceiling bases and scoring. Not a ton, but he's good value at 3,200. McCutcheon's all the way down to 3,200. He's playing really bad baseball, really, really bad. But um, the upside, you know it's there somewhere. So if you want to roll the dice on GPP, the upside is huge for a $3,200 player is what I'm saying because you know he's got power and everything there at 3,200 bucks. 
I'm not saying play Andrew McCutcheon at all. I'm just saying the upside's there. Like Jake Marisnik's 3K. He's been playing really good baseball, and he's got power. There's Jaso at 3K I mentioned to you. Kike uh, Hernandez at 2,900 I mentioned to you already. As you round out your outfield positions, we might be ending it with Kike. I think we're ending it with Kike. Yep, ending it with Kike. So, yeah, this nine-game slate, there's tons of bats, tons of angles to attack that I really, really like. So, real quick with your pitchers, we're basing it around Hendricks, Carrasco, Leak, Peacock, and then your sprinkle risk rewards, Urban Santana, David Price, Tanner Roark, and I talked myself into Matt Moore, and I could see the I see the logic and the stats behind it. It's just you heard me talk about it. It's a tough pill to swallow. Real quick, your stacks for your early slate. You obviously have Coors. You have the Rockies, 5-7-9 total. Don't forget, righties are at 360 off of Gavaglio. Indians versus Mengden is definitely in play. Lefties, 356. Righties, 354 off of Mengden. Love the Indians. Uh, Mariners and Coors, 5-2-1 total. Lefties hitting 334 on Chatwood. Righties still hitting 303. It's Coors, so enjoy. Um, I don't mind Boston off of the lefty Holmberg, so don't forget Chris Young in the outfield there. Decent matchup there against Holmberg, but he's kind of making a spot start. I didn't really go too deep into him. Let me check him out for you real quick. I was just uh, for the White Sox real quick. Let me pull him up. Load. Because I looked at those those hitting numbers. That's got to be a bullpen arm. Yeah, he's 4200 bucks. He's coming out of the pen. <clears throat> yeah, he's been in the bullpen. He's been outstanding for him. But .870 area, .48 whip. Um, and 10 and a third innings. He's made 12 career MLB starts. He's taken the spot of Covey. Uh, but you don't know how stretched out he's going to go, and you can get a ton of White Sox bullpen. So that makes the Red Sox actually pretty good. Pretty good play there in Boston. Uh, so you start out with a lefty, and you go from there. Uh, you got uh, you can go Houston versus Urban Santana if you want to get weird. Uh, I could see the potential. I like the Pirates versus Delgado, especially like, Polanco and Bell and Fraser like them a ton. Lefties hit them well. Mets versus Garza, those left-handed bats at the Mets. We talked about them many times. Diamondbacks versus Williams. Lefties and righties are both hitting them. So go for it. Knock yourself out. Uh, like those bats as well. Twins versus Peacock. I like rolling the dice with Peacock, but you could go with the Twins if you need to. Um, Cardinals versus Rich Hill. Rich Hill, you know, 267 lefty, 259 righty. Cardinals bats are dreadful at 286 Woba and a 107 ISO versus lefties, but they did rake him his last time out. Doesn't mean Rich Hill's not going to pitch at gym. You can put him in the sprinkle stack if you want, but I'd rather sprinkle the other guys. But um, when you're stacking it, I wouldn't go all in on the Cardinals just for the fact. Sure, they could go off like they did last time, but you even saw them in Coors. They struggle in great matchups. Their offense is so... All or nothing. I'd pick like two, three guys max you really like in that lineup and go from there. Um, or just take a couple like a couple value plays out of it and go from there. So there is your nine-game slate. Let's get into your five-game action. And it's uh, much, much uglier. I'll tell you that much. You got to, yeah, it's ugly. Just there's no sugarcoating this at all. We'll kick it off with your high-priced arm, Marcus Stroman, 9800 bucks at home against the Cincinnati Reds. Stroh coming at 330 ERA, 139 whip, coming off giving up four earned at Milwaukee, but he was great at, Mil- at Atlanta. He's been great 
prior to that. Even giving up four at Milwaukee, struck out five, got you 14 points. On tonight's slate, you'll take it. It's bad. The pitching option's not good. Not good at all. Striking out about 20% of faces while the Reds strike out a little over 20% of the time. Heavy, heavy favorite against Cincinnati. It is a very hitter-friendly ballpark. We know Cincinnati can crush the baseball. So it's a risky play, but we're risking it tonight. Moving on, Julio Tehran, $8,900 out of SunTrust Park. He's in L.A. against the Angels of Anaheim. He's coming off a six innings, no earned against Pittsburgh. He got you 22 points. Got beat up at home against Toronto. And then at Miami, his last road start, he got you 22.5 points and six shutout. On the road, he's got you 22.5, uh, 17 and a half. He's only had two road starts, but he's been outstanding in both road starts. He's looked like the Tehran of old. A, it's a crappy slate. B, um, like I said, he's on the road. And where is my Tehran at? There he is. Striking out almost 21% of the batters he faces. Angel striking out over 20% of the time. League average Woba of 299 against right-handed pitching. 4-1-2 team totals. Lefty's hitting 343. Right, he's only at 247 off Tehran. Uh, they have a few lefties in the lineup, as we talk about, but not a ton. Tehran's in a very nice spot today. If you're not going to here on in the same matchup, Ricky Nolasco at 8,400 at home. Nolasco, he's, he's boomer bust. He got blown up his last time out, but the prior to that was really good against the Mets and decent against Detroit and Oakland. He's going to get you double-digit points, usually around 15 or so. Not going to light the world on fire, but he has tremendous upside, striking out over 18% of the batters he faces. Atlanta striking out over 20% of the time. Atlanta does not have Freddie Freeman, folks. Remember that. And they're not at home. Atlanta on the road. As a team we like to target, we saw how the Giants actually shut them down pretty well over the weekend. Um, I'll give it some Nalasco at $8,400. As we go down the list, a couple 6K guys. Uh, Martin Perez, $6,700 at home against the Tampa Bay Rays. Martin Perez is a guy to target in in Texas. It's really weird to say, but when he's at home, he pitches really well. And he limits damage overall in the season. He's Most of his starts are three runs or less. He's given up two starts with four or more. It's usually two earned runs or less. He's going to get you double-digit points. I'm not going to say a ton, but usually at least double-digit points with upside into the 20s. He's got some 20-point starts. So 6700 bucks against Tampa, where we know Tampa has extreme power against righties and lefties. Here he's facing a lefty, but um, they do strike out almost 29% of the time versus lefties. Their numbers have gone down against lefties. They're still decent, but... Lefty's hitting 278, righty's hitting 334 off Perez. They have a lefty-heavy lineup. They have a high team total. They're expected to do damage, but they could do damage and still strike out six-plus times. At that price tag, I like me some Martin Perez today. The last punt play, Edinson Volquez, 6500 bucks at home against the Philadelphia Phillies. Mainly playing this because he's at home. He's pitched pretty darn well at home this year. Uh, 15.3, 15.2, 11.1. Those are his three home starts. So he's getting you double-digit points in all his home starts. Based on a Phillies team, it's pretty good. Definite park advantage from Philadelphia to Miami for Volquez. Um, $6,500. Strikes out 17% of faces where the Phillies strike out over 22% of the time. League average Woba of 309. Uh, Phillies team total is one of the lower ones on the board at 399. Lefty's hit 358, right? He's 337, so he's getting hit up pretty well. It's a dicey play, but at 6,500, you get me double digit points. I'll walk away happy. A couple sprinklers Daniel Norris at uh, 
8,500 at Kansas City. Good, good pitching ballpark. Kansas City struggles against lefties mightily. Norris has control issues. That's the biggest thing with him. So uh, if he's on, the kid has great stuff. He's shown signs of maybe finding it at times this year. Then he has games where he blows up. So it's a definite risk-reward thing with Norris against Kansas City. So sprinkle. He's a sprinkle. And then Hellickson's always a sprinkle because he gives up a lot of soft contact. Surprisingly, lately it's been a little more hard, but it's overall pretty soft. There's no real K upside with Hellickson. Um, but he's going into a pitcher-friendly park in Miami. He's only 6900 bucks. He's worth a sprinkle. So you got Stroman, 98 at, versus Cincinnati. Tehran, 89 at LA. Alaska, 84 versus Atlanta. Perez, 67 versus Tampa Bay. Yeah, Volquez, 6500 versus Philly. And then Sprinkles at Norris and Hellickson. Catchers. Riamuto, 3800 versus Hellickson is definitely in play. Hits righties really, really well. Luke Roy, 3800 versus Ramirez is in play. Uh, Rossimo throwing for Tampa. Salvador Perez, 3,500 versus Norris. Definitely in play. Love me some Salvi today. If uh, Torinos is in the lineup at 35, he's in play. It's Rossmo. Some good high price options here. Uh, I mention them all the time. You know, we got Cameron Rupp's a decent play for Philadelphia catcher. But if Andrew Knapp's catching against the right-handed pitcher, you play him at 3,200 bucks. He had a big home run yesterday, and he finally got the play. He's got sneaky power. Really does. And he's always value. As you go down the list, uh, Kurt Suzuki at 29, some decent value. John Hicks at 2700 bucks against Hamill for Detroit is an interesting play. Hamill giving up a ton of loud contact right now, a ton. So you can get some value with Hicks there. He's right-handed bat against Hamill's. Going to first base, Miguel Cabrera, 4800 bucks definitely in play. Tigers are definitely in play today. Justin Bohr has been on fire. 4800 bucks for Hellickson is a very nice looking play. Joey Votto is always in play at 47. Pujols 42. Lomo 42. Don't worry about the lefty lefty with Lomo. I know I like Perez, but if you're going to target some some raised bats to go deep, Lomo is definitely one of them at 42. Tommy Joseph is swinging it really really well. He's 4K against Volquez. Why do they have Volquez? Oh, Edison Volquez. My bad. Yeah, Tommy Joseph at 4K is definitely in play. Uh, if you want to go cheaper, you got V-Mart at 38. I'm never a big V-Mart guy, but he's there. Justin Smokes, 3800 bucks versus Bonilla. He's very much in play. Or Morales at 36. I hate they're both first base only. I love them both. Make two lineups if you want, one with each. I love both of them, Smoke and Morales today. Love them. Uh, Hosmer at 36. Alex Avila at 34. First base catcher is definitely in play against Hamill. It's definitely in play. Um... So you go down the list, Louis Valbuena, 3,100, first base, third base eligible is in play for the Halos. Don't sleep on him at all. But, uh, yeah, I love those outfielders, or the first baseman in Toronto big time. Second base, D. Gordon, 4,400. Cesar Hernandez, 3,900 versus Volquez is definitely in play. Uh, Rubio Dora, 3,700 at home. It's Rosmo is a good look. Devin Travis at 36 against Bonilla. Toronto let me down stacking yesterday, but I'll go back to that well today against Bonilla. There's no doubt about that. Andrew Romine, if he's in the lineup, he usually leads off or bats last. When he's leading off, I love him. Batting last, he's still a good punt, but he won't, uh, had a good day yesterday. Second base outfield eligible. He's 3K against Hamill. Keep him in mind. With um, Kinsler on the DL, actually, he might be playing second base, leading off a bit here for a while. So keep Romine in mind at 3K. Got Danny Espinosa at 29, potential dong upside, but don't go crazy there. And that'll do it at second base. So, yeah, Romine can be some nice value at 3K there. Keep him in mind. 
third base, Donaldson at 46, definitely in play. Suarez at 45, Joey Gallo at 41, Moustakas 37, Longo against the lefty at 37, all in play. Uh, Franco and Castellanos, GPP plays at 36 and 34 respectively. Louis Valbueno, 31, mentioned him already. So there you are, your third baseman. You're paying up most likely at third, or at least 37 or more. Shortstop, Elvis Andrews, 42, having a really good season. Uh, Cozart, 38, has been on fire. Andleton Simmons swinging a really, really good bat at 36. Don't mind either one of them. Freddie Gallows at 3K. Ryan Goins at 29 are both punts. Tim Beckham, 2,800 bucks. Another good punt option there. JT Riddle slowly swinging a decent bat. He's 2,600 bucks for the fish against Hellickson. Not a bad punt play at all with Riddle at 2,600. Don't sleep on him for punts. You don't really need to punt much today unless you want to like put every expensive outfield bat in play, which I don't care. It's not a bad idea, actually. I'll probably do that. I've actually done that most days just for fun in one lineup. Uh, you got Trout at 56. J.D. Martinez at 52. Make sure they're in the lineup as they're day-to-day right now. Joey Bats at 5Ks on play against Bonilla. Uh, Cameron Maben's on fire at 4900 Don't be scared of that price tag. I, I hear so many stupid people go, oh, it's too much money for Maben. It's too much money when he's not producing. When the way he's producing right now, he's worth 4900 bucks. That's why he's priced that way. I am so sick and tired of certain people saying, oh, this guy costs too much Like for stupid reasons. Sometimes, yes, they cost too much. But shit like that, when it's consistently he's producing, no, that does not make sense. Corey Dickerson, 4,800. Billy Hamilton, 45. Not horrible. Uh, Ender and Ciarte, 43. Stanton, 43, is a really good play against Hellboy. Althera, 42. Souza Jr., 41, is in play. Duvall coming off a double dong at 4K. Shebler at 4K, like them both. I like Stroman a lot tonight, but Red Stack is not a bad move either. Like, these pitchers, none of these pitchers are the locks by any means. Ozuna, 39, is definitely a good play. Uh... Go to Kevin Pillar at 37, definitely in play. Locaine, 36 versus Norris is in, in play. Justin Upton at 36 is really good value for the upside potential there against Hamill, who's just a gas can, an absolute gas can. Jorge Bonifacio, I like this play a lot. If you're not using Norris, Bonifacio is swinging a great stick. Right-handed bat against Norris, 3500 bucks went yard again yesterday. I've mentioned him a few times on this pod. The kid is hitting and hitting well. Bonifacio, 3500 bucks. Jorge Soler, if you want to throw a dart at the board, is 34. He's always got a chance to run into one. Right-handed versus a lefty. Marquecas, 34. You get to the cheaper options. You got Cole Calhoun at 31. Just super not consistent right now. There's Romine again at 3K. I mentioned him already. Odubel Herrera is 29, slumping. Jacoby Jones is back for Detroit. Uh, if he's in the lineup, if you needed a punt for some reason, he's 2,800. You probably shouldn't go there. You, there's other options. They brought him up, unfortunately, and put our boy Collins down, which was a devastating, devastating piece of news yesterday. But that'll do it for your five-game slate. It's an interesting slate. Pitching's very suspect. Lots of interesting hitting angles. You got, um, so pitching Stroman, 98. Tehran, 89. Alaska, 84. Perez, 67. Volquez, 65. Then Sprinkle, Norris, and Hellickson. For your stacks, we look at... Um, Toronto, love them versus Bonilla. Lefty's hitting 426, righty's 315. Those two first basemen are just great looks. Um, Texas versus Orosmo's in play. Lefty's hitting 338 off Orosmo. Um, the Rays versus Perez. I like Perez as a nice option, but righty's are hitting 334. If you need to go that direction, I understand. Um, 
Kansas City versus Norris. Righties are at 341 off Daniel Norris. Kansas City is really bad against lefties, but if you want to roll the dice on that, if you think Norris is going to be off, it's definitely a play. Miami versus Hellboy. He's limiting the hard contact. Lefties only 312, righties 303. They used to get matched by everybody. Um, overall on the season, he has the sixth worst barrel FIP, getting barreled at um, 6.58% of the time. He's only striking out 10, less than 10% of the batters he faces, so a lot of balls in play. But the last 30 days, he's not even on the top 25 list. So take that with a grain of salt with it there. But uh, some interesting, interesting options all around tonight. Fun, fun nine-game slate. Interesting five-game slate. Everybody enjoy your Memorial Day action. I promised you guys. I just saw my note. Let me go back to the nine-game slate. I promised you Chris Davinsky talk. This will give me two seconds. Just let me pull him up on DraftKings, and let me explain something to you. If I can even get him up here. He's not even coming up in the system. That is banana lands. Oh, come on. He's not even... I can't even get him up. There he is. There he is. Okay, he's 4000 bucks. If you think Peacock's going less than five innings, he was great the first time because Peacock was only supposed to go three, but he went four and a third, and it still worked out for you because he went because Davinsky went two and two thirds, two Ks, got you thirteen point four points. If Davinsky's going to go three, at least three innings at four K, well worth the gamble. Sneaky play. Totally understand it. I can back it. I get it. But if he's not going there, you pay the fifty five for Peacock. It, it's just, it's, it's how much do you want to gamble? That's why I wanted to bring it up because I didn't bring it up last time. I thought about it, didn't bring it up. Saw guys talking about it. I wanted to bring it up to you today because Peacock still isn't completely stretched out yet. He still might only go five innings. But if he goes five, Peacock's going, what, maybe two? So you got to play that risk. Now, if he gets blown up, Davinsky could come in in the third inning and go three or four. So you got to play that game. Maybe you make a Peacock lineup and a Davinsky lineup. Maybe you do both. You get different with it. So something to think about. I wanted to bring him up for you there. He's only 4K. So there's big upside, but there's big downside. Because he might not even get in the game. He's a reliever. He might not even get in the damn baseball game. And you got an automatic zero at 4K. It's a very good chance he gets in the game today. But he might not even get in. So keep that in mind. At least when you pay 4K for an outfielder, you know he's at least starting the game. Might get at least in a bat before he gets hurt. So just something to think about. But there you have it. Nine game early. Five game late. Memorial Day edition. Be safe. Have fun. Your early slate starts at 11, 10 Pacific. So it's not your normal, like, you get an extra hour or two to get ready for the slates. But enjoy your day. Have fun. But most importantly, remember what it's really about. It's Memorial Day. Think about those that have served and lost their lives for us, uh, given the ultimate sacrifice. But have have fun. Be safe. And I will be back tomorrow with your Tuesday edition. But for now, this is Monday, May 29th, MLB DFS Quick Hits. Life's better with an auto policy from American Family Insurance. No matter what dreams you're driving towards. That's because our expert agents will make you feel totally protected with the right auto coverage at the right price. You'll also save up to 23% when you bundle auto with home.
American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.